Welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast, where we embark on a transformative journey, delving into the mystic realms of esoteric wisdom and unveiling the secrets that empower us to thrive in the tangible world. I'm your host, Taylor Valera, and I am thrilled to be your guide on this extraordinary voyage. In this sacred space, we explore the profound, the enigmatic, and the spiritually awakening aspects of life. It's here that we not only learn, but apply the hidden gems of esoteric knowledge, weaving them into the fabric of our everyday existence. Through this alchemical blend of ancient wisdom and contemporary understanding, we strive to illuminate the path towards personal transformation and empowerment. This podcast is a tribute to the Divine Feminine, a celebration of the nurturing and guiding force of the Mother Matriarch in our world. Together, we honor and uplift the sacred essence of femininity, embracing its strength, wisdom, and grace as we navigate the intricate tapestry of life. So, if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, enlightenment, and empowerment, join us in our exploration of the mystical and practical, the ethereal and the real, as we unlock the esoteric secrets that enrich our lives. Welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast, your source for embracing the power of transformation and honoring the divine feminine within us all. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast. Today I made it a point to bring on one of my oldest friends who has been a seasoned photographer for almost seven years now. And I wanted to bring her on because so many women are seeking entrepreneurship and transformation in their lives, but we don't have a lot of examples of what that looks like. So I thought she would be the perfect person to talk about her journey, especially working as a seasoned photographer in New Orleans, Louisiana, and what her path has been like towards entrepreneurship. So Maisha, go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. <laughs> um, my name is Maisha Williams Winters. I just got married last year, Yay. but <laughs> um, I am a portrait photographer here in New Orleans, um, based in New Orleans. I'm everywhere. Uh, I focus more on the maternity, maternity photos, birthday photos, um, down to graduation photos, branding, you name it, just not weddings, I know. But um, yeah, uh, my goal is to just like have these ladies or just um, these people to just feel as though like they're in a magazine, no matter if it's for your birthday or if it's like, you know, motherhood, starting motherhood. Like I want everybody to feel like they're in a magazine. So, yeah. So, what inspired you to start studying photography in school? Um, what inspired me? Well, I can tell you what started it. So, I guess, yeah, that's what inspired me. So, basically, I went to school for film. Um, I got my master's, not master's, <laughs> I got my bachelor's in film. But I really like music videos. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, I really want to, like, do this uh, for a living. Uh the last semester, I took a photography class just to kind of add more credits. And I was just like, what? I can do this <laughs> for the rest of my life? Because I really, really liked it. So, And I just went with it. So I just, I really stuck with it. And now here I am. You know what I think is awesome? <laughs> that we grew up in the era of music videos. I don't really watch them at all anymore. But we got to see the development of like storylines mm -hmm. on film. And so I can see why you were probably attracted to it. Yeah. Like I can do that too. And it's crazy how you can get like a storyline with a simple photo too. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell a whole story in like 
this one photo. Like, you don't need the whole movie, pretty much, so... Yeah. Me and Maisha met through our mutual love of photography via Instagram and then became friends after and I've assisted her on many photo shoots so we've both seen what the whole industry is like especially mm -hmm. in a smaller city but also how creative you can be with it. Mm -hmm. So it's a highly competitive field. How did you decide to narrow it down to editorial photography? Um, Really just seeing the things that I like. I like to look at magazines i like to like i liked all of that um that work that you see so coming from looking at a lot of music videos and stuff you see that they have like all in lights when you look at the back the behind the scenes of it like they have lights and then like they have what you say so like if it's um an artist video shoot they will have like a campaign, like, you know, a promo. So there's pictures that comes with it. So it's just like, I wanted to do like all of that, like all that clean work. So yeah, that's kind of like what made me <laughs> get into that. So things have changed a lot when it comes to social media. And I'm sure you've seen that through the transitions of Instagram and to everyone wanting photography now and pictures. How has that impacted your moving through the photography field and being an entrepreneur, seeing people first, just using things like a fun social media app, and now it's become really serious because people are getting serious about their personal branding? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see a lot of things nowadays that um, that's like trendy, mm -hmm. and it's like, I feel like it's like all my other fellow photographers, we know that like certain themes is real trendy and it's like, oh, okay, so you want to do that. All right, cool, cool, cool. We can do that and everything. Um, I feel like, I feel like it's a cool thing though, because like, you know how social media is growing too, that like you can get paid for it and like, you know, content and like, you know, that's why I come in at. Like, you know, I can, like, make it all nice and pretty. Like, you don't have to have do everything by yourself. I know, like, nowadays people are kind of in that. But when you, like, get up on a level, now you can hire these certain people to do certain things. So, I mean, you know, it's it's cool. I don't, I don't have no problem with it. I'm using it just <laughs> how everybody else is. So. Did you ever dream about being a photographer when you were younger? Was it something you think just happened as you got older? Um, I wanted to be a lot of things. I had a lot of slashes going through, <laughs> but, um, no, I just feel like once I got into school and like really wanted to do film and just really focus on music videos, like that's like the key thing, <laughs> like music videos and just wanted to like once I, I feel like I found my calling or like had that spark when I took that um, elective mm -hmm. and I was just like, I'm going to take this and run with it because this is like beautiful and I feel like I can really do this. So just ran with it and here I am again. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that brought me down here, I think to the city is because there's so many creative people down here. Mm -hmm. especially Any memorable ones? Uh... Our city is very vibrant, uh, right? And well, you know, I'll be first, but um, this is very vibrant. And just trying to like, I try to put some of it inside of my work, but you know, I still feel like you know I'm international, 
So I wanna, you know, have it for all, you know? But um yeah, I'm trying to see if I have some memorable moments in my work that kinda like have like New Orleans in it. I don't know, just me doing it. I'm from New Orleans, so that's that's a part of it. <laughs> I think it's awesome that people come from out of town too and want to work with you. Yeah, they do do that. Yeah, I feel like, you know, they be wanting like take some pictures downtown or like I did have some clients that wanted to just take some in my home studio too. So, mm -hmm. you know, I guess I get around. Not like that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so in your journey to becoming a photographer, did it ever come into your awareness that this was a male dominated industry and you don't always see women photographers? Yes. Yes. I like when I was starting out, it was a lot of guys that like um that was that's in photography that was you know nice enough to like their work looked nice and everything um didn't see too many females honestly if it was a female me and her was on the same level so mm -hmm. it was like you know we both trying to learn how to shoot like that or what, what kind of camera they have or what lighting they use and all this other stuff. So I feel like I looked in on YouTube and just found like like maybe like one or two women and just kind of like ran with that. But, you know, I do have some like male photographer friends and they're good. So, you know, I would still reach out to. I think one of the things that I noticed when I was looking for other photographers too, a lot of the male photographers that I saw were solely based on shooting women. And I think mm -hmm. that's, it's an interesting subject to shoot. Women yeah. are beautiful, mm -hmm. but it also kind of made it awkward at times, I think, just because women shooting other women makes them feel empowered. But sometimes when you have a male photographer, it can feel awkward, especially yeah. if it's not a partner. Right. That's true. So have you ever encountered any moments that felt weird or were all of your sessions usually like just about making women feel powerful? Um... I can't think of any weird moments. Um, if it's off, I feel as though I watch, I try my best to give 100% and to come with 100%. So, like, if it's, like, an off type of shoot, I feel like it's something dealing with the client. And they probably just, like, you know, they probably nervous. It's their first time. They don't know how it go. Like, oh, like, you know, probably, like, timid or shy or anything like that. But... I feel like I ain't really have no like weird moments. Um, I'm here to empower women. I'm like, y'all are here, y'all pretty. Like, look, <laughs> the areas that you looking at, I look at them too on my body. So guess what? I'm gonna fix you, I got you. <laughs> don't worry about that. I'm gonna have you turn a certain way. We gonna hide it, we know how it is. So I feel like I feel like I pretty much empower women, so. Yeah. It's such an important job, too. I think a lot of people sometimes think photography and modeling is just about making pretty pictures, but it's also about rebuilding self-confidence, yeah. I think, too. Do you see yourself doing that a lot with your clients? Yeah, and honestly, I feel like I found self-confidence in myself as I'm doing it, too. Like, you know, like I said, like, I see what y'all see, so... You know, I was like, it's okay. Let's just feel good. Let's get in, like, you know, the mood we here. Like, I'm your friend right now. So, you know, we just kick in. That's it. So. 
what is something that you have enjoyed on the path to entrepreneurship through all of this, through a business lens outside of just taking pictures? On a business side? Is there um, any part of it that you've enjoyed? Um, I enjoy, you know, you know, making the money. That's, cool. <laughs> That's always a win. That's a win. You know, it, it's, it's crazy. I, I find myself um, a lot of times saying like, dang, I really make money from social media. Like, people really be paying me for my art. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm literally doing this outside of my house. Like, what? That's amazing. So, yeah. And I like that I can make my own schedule. <laughs> um, but I still try, I don't know, I guess, like, I still work 24 hours. Literally 24-7. Um, what else do I like about the business side? Probably it. All the other stuff is paperwork that I'm like. <laughs> Have you ever felt pressure to work a nine to five? Um, at the beginning, I felt like I had to. Mm -hmm. Only because I think like, come on now, like photography not like a traditional job. Mm -hmm. So I'm the baby. And my people, my family, they have like, you know, you gotta get a good job. You know, so you make some good money, get a house, get married, have kids, da da da. But I'm like, I want to do photography, and I really feel like there's a a way to do this. Like I feel like I can get money from this, and I'm not thinking about the money side either. Like I just really want to do this because I really like it and I have a passion for it. Um, I feel like it was kind of like. Um, a unknown pressure like they wasn't telling me like oh you know you want to get a job and all this other stuff but it is more so like you know you had any shoes today <laughs> oh you did anything today yeah. like how you doing you all right right like, <laughs> <laughs> saying it without saying yeah, it yeah saying it without saying it so you know and i feel like with anything you have to like try at something and do it so, is there any advice that you would give to any young women thinking about starting their own business who have similar pressures with their family possibly and they don't know if they should pursue something like this, especially with no support or maybe not the support that they're looking for? I know it probably sounds cliche, but like just keep going. Um, really, honestly, like just keep going. Consistency. Consist consist Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. <laughs> Consistency is key. Um just doing it. Like just just doing it. Don't focus on like what they say because they not there with you. They not in the trenches with you. Um I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, bruh, if no like I stay with you so you know how this go. So only you understand look like, you know, to see like, you know, you see it from the outside in. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just feel like if you dream it, believe it and it's going to happen. I feel like we understood manifesting before it became like a thing all over social media. Yes. It was I, just about putting in work for what you love. Right. And I remember when, when you had... Uh, Show me the secret. Oh, and I was man, like, that was years ago. That changed my life. <laughs> the secret. I don't know who it was by. 
Uh, Rhonda Burns, I believe that's her name. Yes, The Secret is on, I think it's on like Netflix. It's on Netflix and Prime, I think. Yeah, and then like you also get the book. And guess what? It's going to talk about a rock and you get your rock <laughs> and you like, you hold that rock, okay? <laughs> don't don't go nowhere. You hold that rock. So yeah, but it really helped me and helped me just like believe in myself and just believe that like, these things that I'm dreaming about and wanting is capable. It's reachable. Like, I can get this stuff. Like, you know, all you have to do is, like, believe and, like, really, truly, like, have faith in that. So, yeah. What's your biggest goal that you have right now when it comes to your photography career? Um, my biggest goal right now is to get a studio. Um, I'm inside of my house right now. So, my biggest goal right now is to get a studio. Like a white box studio looks really nice with some natural lighting, some whitewashed brick walls, concrete floor. Yeah. And it don't cost an arm and a leg. So, yeah. <laughs> I think that building your dream from the ground up is one of the most hardworking things you can do, but also one of the most passionate things you can do because you put your all into photography yes. for years. And that's from cultivating. I know you're talking about shooting out of your house, but I've watched you grow through your house, through setting, making sets and all different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy. I always say, like, you know, you use what you have and, like, master that. Mm -hmm. Like Self-mastery yeah. people need to work on right now. Yeah, like, like I feel as though, like, yes, I want a studio. You know, I'm going to get that studio. But for what I have and what I can work with, I can only imagine when I get the studio, it's going to be 10 times like, what? I'm going to have making a stallion. Beyonce, Zero, everybody in there, okay? So. Yeah, I think we've gotten in this era, especially with social media, with instant gratification, where everybody thinks you're supposed to have what you want instantly. Mm -hmm. And there's no like waiting process in yeah. between. And because of that, they get impatient or they just want to hurry up and share pictures mm -hmm. without having to do the work. And I think I've seen you learn the best from like editing too that whole process because a picture looks one way when you shoot it, but then mm -hmm. you have to actually work with the image to create a beautiful outcome for your yeah. clients. Yeah, it's, it's like, I think of it like this. From a year from now, like, you know, we're not skipping days. It's coming. Mm -hmm. Before, in a blink of an eye, a year is not long. Six months is not long. A month is not long. So, like, five years is not even long. When you get a sense of, like, just doing the work, put your head down, do the work, and before you know it, when you pick up your head, it's going to be like, wow, a year has passed. And then when you look at it, like, wow, look at all the work that I've done. And then, like, you see, like, you getting better. Like, you know, just appreciate it. Talk know? about that picture you just showed me the other day, the development, the split between the two photos that you saw that you did years ago oh, and then most recently. Yeah, so look, crazy story. Um... I feel like I've been shooting out the trap, but <laughs> so, um, back in, this had to be either 2015 or 14, maybe 16, not sure, but I was shooting outside, like inside of my mom's, um, I was in my mom's house and I turned my room into a studio and I will go stay by my grandma's house. So I'm getting people 
it's just that like you know one or two people you know i'm just starting out and like it was a green background mm -hmm. and beautiful client like everything looked good it's just that like my editing was like it wasn't the best <laughs> it was more like beginner like and then i showed taylor the like the one that i did um like a few like maybe last month mm -hmm. and it's like man the quality is just like the so crazy yeah, yeah like even the editing the poses the use of the color like mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like, do you I, feel like it was more having updated equipment, or do you see that it was you? I feel like it was me. No lie, no lie. I feel like, well, what I know, yes, equipment is cool. It plays a part into it, but like the color light, like the the background, like mm -hmm. I could have, I could have used the same background that I did that time to now. Like I still feel like I still have that background. Um, the posing, you don't need equipment for posing yeah. like that. Um, just like the mood, like really telling a story, like, you know, I have the same, well, I don't want to say I don't have the same lighting, but knowing that, like how lighting work now, I didn't need to like buy that. I didn't need to buy that. Well, I could have brought the knowledge with what that is like 20, 25 dollars to like get somebody to like learn it or YouTube. But I feel like equipment, I feel like it matters to a point. But like I said, you can use what you have and master that. Mm -hmm. And soon you will see like, okay, I'm outgrowing this. Oh, as soon you will feel as though like you're outgrowing this and then you move on to the next. That's leveling up. So one of the last questions I want to ask you, if you could tell yourself anything back in 2014 or 2015 versus what you know now, what would you tell yourself? Um, I would tell my younger self back when I started that you will get there. You will get your photos to look clean. Like you would stop looking on social media and thinking that like what they have is better than you mm -hmm. stop being depressed over like what they have you don't know what they got going on um just keep going put your head down and just do the work give yourself about like a year pick your head up look at your work and really like really like not critique it, but just really look at it and appreciate like how far you came and keep going. That's great advice. And I think that anybody can learn from that, especially on their journey with social media constantly looming over us. Staying out of a state of comparison is one of the most important things you can do because like Maisha said, everybody shows their life, but you don't know what they have going on. Mm -hmm. You could think something looks perfect and something else it's is going AI. on. We're, and we're masters of photography, so we know how people can create illusions with photos yeah. all of the time. Yeah. So 
definitely remember that. I want to thank Maisha for coming on the podcast today. I'm going to be sure to link all of her work as well as her website if you'd like to book a shoot with her. If you're in New Orleans or if you're out of town, she has great work that you can check out on Instagram today. And if you can learn anything from her, it's to stay consistent and patient with your journey while transforming into whatever it is that you wish to be in your reality. So until next time, this has been the Taylor Healing Collective Podcast. And as always, let love lead the way.